Hello, everybody. It's time for another interview. There was a little bit of technical difficulties to interview on the Anchor app. Otherwise, though, I would say it turned out pretty good. So, hope you enjoy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How you feel? Feel pretty good. Feels nice. Feel awesome. Or like me? I. I, I I do feel great. <laughs> I must say I was a little bit nervous, but I think I'm calm now. See, not so bad at all. Um, <laughs> so tell me, um, what first brought you to uh, BDSM? Oh, before I forget, what am I, what am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Let me introduce you first. Yeah. Would you give you time to uh, say who you are and, you know. Okay. Okay. I thought you were going to introduce me. Well, um, I am um, Dudu. I go by Madame Dudu de Bleu on Instagram. Um, from South Africa, born and bred. Um, 28. Um, yeah, and that's basically me. I'm um, an avid fan of um, Shibari. Um bondage and just the BDSM lifestyle as a whole okay all right and yeah I figured I'd let you do that because I know the name sounds epic but I probably will butcher that name but who knows what <laughs> that's why they go that route you know what I'm gonna let it go I don't know I'm gonna butcher that name I'm gonna say blue to blue <laughs> awesome. it's yeah. pretty it's pretty simple <laughs> but it is a hard oh. one to read Oh yeah, it's like I gets a little bit of just catch on the tongue, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, we can start on this one here. I definitely got a lot to ask. I know you got plenty of stories and perspective to mm-hmm. share. Yes. What? What? <laughs> um, what do you like or don't like about BDSM? Okay, so uh, what I like about BDSM um, is. You know, I feel like when it's done right, um, you know, it does require a lot of mutual trust, mutual respect, and mutual understanding. And I think as much as that, those are aspects that are uh, exist in a normal relationship, but there's a different level of vulnerability and, you know, a different level of, like, power play that takes place when you're in, you know, um, a dominant and submissive relationship. Um, And I really enjoy that. And I think as a sub and being in a sub space, it is a little bit therapeutic as well um, and just peaceful. But what I dislike most about the lifestyle, I guess, is um, besides the, the normal issues of people using it as an opportunity to I guess abuse their power um, and put people in danger Um, the perception that people in the black community have around BDSM is also a bit frustrating you know um, I recently saw a post on Facebook a lady who's quite known in Johannesburg in South Africa um, posted about how she does role play with her partners 
and I went through the comments and a lot of people were saying, no, that is satanic. Those are things for, for white people. Black people don't do that. You know, there's certain things we do and certain things we don't. And it's frustrating because you're just thinking, um, <laughs> you know, sex is universal. And, you know, that experience can be shared in any way and any form by anyone. Uh, there's no such thing as white sex and black sex and sex and you know it's BDSM um, and I think a lot of people in the black community um, in South Africa are missing out on some great opportunities and experiences and I can only really talk about the experience from the South African perspective uh, but I would assume that you know it's it's something that's that's shared worldwide when it comes to, you know, people of color. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I seen that when growing up in uh, college, everything else, they definitely look at you like you're weird. Or they say, oh, you're freaky, freaky. Oh, you're just like my boy. Oh, it just, it just goes on and on and on. Exactly. Exactly. And it's sad because... Um, you know, a lot of my, I guess, exposure and experience in 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 bondage and BDSM has been with, you know, non-black men because black men are just like, Mm-mm, that's that's <laughs> not for me. <laughs> I'm not interested in that. That is just no, 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 not for me. Which which kind of really sucks. Oh, I mean, I. I can understand, I guess, for me, when trying to get this started, I um, prefer BDSM. I prefer, like I said, all the time, I prefer black women. And I know it's not always easy to find those in the lifestyle. Yeah. 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 I had to help those who were new or vanilla and help kinkify them into lifestyle. And that worked out pretty nicely. But um, for plenty of them, either hear, what the hell? Or, no, hell no. Or, Are you gonna try to tie me up in the basement? I've ever heard all that. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but you see, that's the thing. Like once they experience it, they will enjoy it. And all it takes is trying something once. And if you really don't enjoy it, then you don't have to do it. But if the only reason you are preventing yourself from experiencing something is because you think it's you know delegated for a certain race or a certain creed of person then you've got it <laughs> you've got it messed up you're you're really depriving yourself of some great experiences oh no doubt i i can say it's better for me that i talked about mentor a little bit i learned that there was so much to go in bdsm that you know you could spend like my mentor said 20, 15 mm-hmm. years and still have stuff to learn. Now, now then I think now that, now that I'm talking about this, um, what got you started into looking at BDSM? So, um, I've always been interested in BDSM for as long as I can remember, more than a decade. Um, you know, when you go through literatica uh, books um, and you read about it, um, so that's what caught me, but I hadn't actually, you know, 
been practical in it um, until a few years ago. And by a few years ago, I really mean just <laughs> two years ago. Um, there was a gentleman that I used to go to for uh, tantric sexual healing massages. Um, he had a studio. I found him on the internet. And um, in our engagements and in our very extensive discussions, I found out that he, you know, as a veteran in the lifestyle, he had been in it for at least 40 years. And um, he had offered to give me a little bit of an intro to bondage and, um, you know, domination. And so I got that intro and, you know, there were whips, there was there were paddles, there was bondage, got a breast high, and I loved every minute of it. Um, and from then, I, you know, I guess then discovered Shabari and discovered the more Eastern part of bondage, because I think he was showing me more the Western side. And I, I really appreciated the aesthetics of it, but my journey in it has been fairly short but very jam-packed with experiences <laughs> very jam-packed okay okay i'm um i come by what you're saying here sound that left a quite healthy impression i think pardon i said going by what you just said i take that gave quite the impression that they're all the paddles yes Yes, yes. Although there was an experience um, in all of that that kind of, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite an open book, so my friends know a lot of the experiences that I've gone through. And when I retold one of these experiences, they had, <laughs> they had like the biggest eyes. They were so shocked. And one of my friends... Uh, made the remark that I'm probably going to die if I continue doing this because um, what had happened is, um, you know, we were introducing, well, he was introducing me to to bondage. And so I was tied and I had my eyes closed and I felt something tracing itself across my skin. And I thought, Ooh. this is interesting. It's not a finger what could it be and it was behind me and as it came around i looked down and there was a knife in front of me <laughs> and for a split second i i was so worried i was like okay well this is how i die but then again i brought myself into the situation so i have no one else to with me um but nothing happened nothing happened i guess it was just sensation play and it it felt amazing in the moment um but it was a little bit jarring because you know i had seen the knife before i was tied up but then to just see it on me i can i can imagine the conversation afterwards like so what happened uh, I, I i saw the knife okay okay <laughs> I, I did not think he would use the knife. All right, okay, okay, explain. That thing I know, the knife is on me. Holy exactly. shit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
okay. I, I, I did, you def, you definitely do some knife edge play. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I know everybody definitely has their kink for sure on that. Um, yeah. I said that hearing that story on you, I could say that yeah, that was definitely pretty intense. Mm-hmm. It was. And, it was. Um, but I have to ask now. Since we're talking about you having a guy rubbing the knife on you, on surprise, surprise. Um, what would be a hard limit for you? So, um, I feel like when when I started, I guess, thinking about sex, um, there were things and and relationships, but mostly sex. There were things mm-hmm. that. I just couldn't get my head around and refuse to do um, basically hard limits, but there were hard limits that moved down the limit scale. Um, so, for example, one of my hard limits for a while was anal. I did not want to do it. I didn't want to think about it. I was just like, Mm-mm. <laughs> not for me. Keep it, keep it somewhere else. If someone wants to do that, that's okay. But it's just not meant for me but the older i've gotten the more i've started to you know play around with the idea although i haven't you know partaken in it it is something that i wouldn't mind trying at least once okay. so that's okay. one of the instances of of hard limits that have moved down but there are hard limits that i do not think i'll ever 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 change my stance on and that is anything to do with fecal matter, anything to do with vomit, blood, electricity, and any electrocution. Because I think just add an extra vault and things could go wrong. And I really don't want to to be in a situation where someone accidentally, you know, does a lot of harm to me. Um, because I also wouldn't want someone living with, with that guilt of shocking me to death or shocking me to I don't know oblivion so no, not the way yeah. not the way to go exactly exactly and 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 fisting as much as <laughs> you know it it seems like it could be great that's one thing I just cannot get over and I just don't want to try it that's a hard limit number one on my list of hard limits Electricity, okay, electricity. All right, we got you. She did not. She's not into chopping your system. That's understandable. Um, <laughs> I will say, I want to spread. I had a few that definitely were against anal, and I, every time I had a submissive that told me this, I always asked them, "Was there a guy that decided to spit on his dick and shove it in?" Ah, okay. Did he try to go ahead and just shove it in without any kind of spit? Ah, okay. Um, you had to go ahead and tell them that look, you know, I know anal is not for everybody, but at the very least, you at least want to find somebody at least know what the hell he's doing. You want to be going exactly. slow. You want to start start small, go circular on the ass. You want to take your time. Maybe dip one finger or a small toy about the size of your finger, something you know sure as heck is small to not worry about. It's not like yeah. the vagina. Vagina is known for shooting babies out. They're about to average size of footballs. The asshole yeah. can't be taking balls. So you want to be trying to go a little bit slower on that one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Exactly. <laughs> oh, 
on average, I'm just saying that is not something you want to do. I mean, you go slow, start small, take your time, be patient. I mean, you can literally tap your finger or a small little butt plug back there for about five, ten minutes, maybe more. Add a lot of lube. Yeah. And after a while, it will start sliding in on its own, especially if she is relaxing. You want the person to push out while you are pushing in. It's not it's, it's not rocket science. It's about being patient and being prepared. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and and I think that's, that's an important bit that you mentioned now around being relaxed. I think any experience, be it in 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 a BDSM or in just a vanilla sexual experience, if you trust the person and you're comfortable with that person, so much get, uh, can be, you know, gotten from from uh, that experience. But as soon as you're tense and you're not really comfortable, the experience will show as well that you weren't happy to be in it um yeah so it it makes sense it makes sense okay all right now i guess if we talked about the worst you know fecal matter throw up and a guy trying to shock you um <laughs> what would be your strongest kinks that you enjoy i mean besides the obvious which is you know rope i love rope too <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes, so so rope is a, an obvious one. Um, I don't know. I feel like lately, I I have been discovering a lot of kinks that I didn't think I I had, um, but have surfaced. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to 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 engage them. Uh, but I think I'm very interested in, you know, the exhibitionist voyeurism. Um, I, I I really enjoy being watched and I love watching people enjoy each other. Um, and, you know, there are spaces here in South Africa where you can go and um, engage in voyeurism. But once again, you know, it they are full of um, only white people and, um, you know, black people in that space are very very um, few so it is also intimidating wanting to get into that space because you don't know who will be in the room but that is definitely one one of them um i think i definitely have a daddy kink that i didn't think i had But but it it is surfacing quite hard in the past few months, and it it shocked me the first time I I realized it. But I think I'm coming to terms with it, um, because you know when you have a, a daddy kink, you also don't want to to fall into the stereotype of someone that has daddy issues, um, and so yeah, and so. You know, at first I was fighting it, but then eventually I, 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 you know, sat comfortably in it and and realized that that is not a reflection of anything else in my life. That's just what I enjoy. Okay, all right. I will say I fully support your daddy kink. <laughs> being another daddy, type, <laughs> being another daddy type myself is not. What people a lot of times think it is. Don't get me wrong. I mean, in the lifestyle, you can see all 
different types of people. Yeah, there are some people that do have daddy issues that go without saying, but there are plenty of yeah. those that do not. They don't have any daddy issues at all, but they do. Uh, they do very much like a kinky, protective, and supportive and nurturing type of a, a male. Exactly. Yes. He shows. He yeah. shows strength. Uh, strength. And compassion at the same time. You're the kind of guy yeah. who will tie you up, choke you out, and fuck you to oblivion, and then tuck you in bed and give you some stuff a drink. Oh, where do I sign up for that? <laughs> Girl, see, there you go. It's a win-win. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds like a win-win indeed. I tell people all the time, it's not. Um, it takes a delicate balance. I tell people it's. Not every dom type is the same. We have master, we have daddy, we got a normal straight to dom. There's different types here going on here, and everybody has their kinks and their limits. That's why I tell everybody, communication is key. If you're not communicating yeah. what your limits are, what your um, hard limits are, I mean, what are your kinks, what do you enjoy, then you're going to have a problem. That's why I tell everybody when they first start talking, and if the dom is dame is not saying any of those things. I recommend to run or really evaluate what you're talking to or who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Recipe for disaster. Go into a no-no space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not a good time. Um, I also want to ask you this. I know you had been kind of brief, but have you ever been in a DS dynamic at all of any kind? And if so, how was it for you? No, unfortunately, I I have not. Um, I wish I, I I have been, but no. Okay, so all the relationships in the past have been yeah. more vanilla, vanilla-like. It, they've been vanilla, um, and okay, maybe I'm just taking the, the 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 question in the context of a relationship. So I haven't been a person that, um, you know has committed to a person um i've had various engagements with um and situationships if you if you want to call it that um with with guys but um there's there hasn't been a person that i've said this is my partner and i haven't then had a you know ds um a dynamic with a partner um I guess I I there was one gentleman that I had a sort of DS uh dynamic with but you know it was a one time thing and we ended up being really good friends but yeah <laughs> it was a very interesting um situation <laughs> Oh the legendary situationships they go on to yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> I've have heard a few that had vanilla vanilla relationships, and sometimes um, people it might be naturals. I've seen some who are naturally dumb or naturally submissive, even though they didn't know yeah. anything. It's them, they still had that strong energy. Um, or yes, yeah. When I first started, I knew nothing about it, but I was naturally. I had a lot of primal energy. A lot of people who knew about it, they could sense it and tell me about it. And then I slowly learned, and it reference history. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I said, I guess since you haven't had a DS relationship at the moment here, um, how long would you say you have been in the lifestyle? 
so um not that long um so i've been in the lifestyle i guess i was exposed to the lifestyle for the first time um 2 years ago as i said before that it had just been a conceptual interest that i had in it um and then the 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 engagement with the knife guy um happened 2 years ago and um yeah that's that's what <laughs> started everything and then a year later i was introduced to to uh shibari so i've been in the shibari space for um a little less than a year and a half um you know but then again in context um i was a little bit of a late bloomer in general in my life um you know i decided to have sex for the first time 3 years ago just you know 2 oh. months shy of my 26th birthday i was like wow today's okay. the day <laughs> okay. i'm going to do it so from from then obviously because of the the short amount of time that i've been in the sex game um <laughs> i haven't okay. had as many experiences but i think they've all been very you know interesting and had a lot of right home about moments um in there well uh, from what i'm hearing um tied in the finger than a knife trust me you know you say you're a late bloomer <laughs> even so you say you're a late bloomer you got some stories that a lot of even early bloomers ain't you're not doing all that so yeah yeah <laughs> nothing nothing wrong with that at all self and i can say yeah. i did i cut up a lot <laughs> exactly exactly cuz as soon as you you realize that you're you're in here late you start to realize i actually don't have time to to be making the same mistakes people were making way earlier on in life i need to make sure that all my sexual experiences are the best and you know i get the most out of them because i mean you've got a mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I have, like... <laughs> yeah, so I was saying I have uh, some very interesting stories where um even as I said, you know, I'm always chatting to my friends about the things I've done. One one good friend of mine said to me once, maybe you should stop trying to catch up because now you've You've beat us all. You have stories that I've <laughs> never heard ever in my uh, life. <laughs> it's But it's fun. Oh, uh, no, there's nothing wrong. I mean, look, I, I can, I personally, at me being a late bloomer, I'm probably being biased here, but there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong. Exactly. And yeah, because <laughs> because you are a late bloomer, you'll be trying to do a lot of catching up because you know well. You're late, so like anybody else, you're late for class. You should have run in there and just try to get in there quick and just. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so <laughs> way a lot of the fear when you finally jump in the deep end. I mean, um, I just started, uh, like I said, this podcast I'm doing right now. I started this literally um, November of last year. Yeah. So that's amazing. It is not even a year a year old. Um, I just started doing this rope therapy where I'm actually, you know, 
tying and giving subspace, trying to do meditations and pretty much help people heal using Shabar and the toys. That just started a little bit recently, so that's that's new too. Um, yeah. Now, even though I have been doing BDSM for like eight years, off and on, thanks to my mentor and people that supported me, this the podcast and the rope therapy is a whole other thing, and it's definitely it's deep. I tell people so for some for um, those that can listen on this, I would say BDSM in a way is also can be spiritual, how it affects people, how it affects them deeply in the mind body yeah i see things at the connection i've seen df relationships go so deep where um at least for me i've never felt that in my vanilla relationships all of my deepest ones have all been in my ds relationships but that's just me i'm pretty sure there's somebody out there probably got some deep vanilla but i'm just giving my opinion on that um yeah yeah i also want to ask before i forget what would you say would probably be the um kinkiest story you had or <laughs> I guess would be the most uh, your, uh, I guess kinky bloopers I guess <laughs> okay so um, <laughs> the, I, I guess the, the kinkiest um, story I have that relates to more of like the BDSM lifestyle was um, with the the, the um, this one gentleman um, I met um, on online dating. We went on a date. It was great. We really clicked, um, and we decided, okay, we're gonna go to his hotel and have some fun. But when we got into the car, things got heated, and I don't know how the conversation started, but there was a conclusion made that I have been a bad girl and needed to be spanked in the car so (laughs) so he was like you know just lie on my lap and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spank you now Um, and I did that but the interesting part is that all of this was done in a car parked on the main road there were people (laughs) that were really close by and I don't know why I felt so comfortable but I did and you know I was across his lap with my knickers down being spanked and played with and that was very exhilarating you know the thrill of am I gonna be found out what's gonna happen but also the thrill of the moment was really great um but then another so after that we just then um, no one was found <laughs> no one saw us um, we went to his hotel and it was fun but then another maybe not so kinky in the BDSM space um, was an experience I had with a friend um, so I had gone to a club I had gone out with friends and we saw um another mutual friend um and you know he told me that he really wants me and I guess in that moment we were just (laughs) you know lost in everything and we decided to to give into our our feelings and our emotions at that time and 
that was an interesting time to realize that a man can make me squirt in a very public space. Um, oh, and- <laughs> it was quite a bit of 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 fluids going around and it was quite insane. Um so I think public sex is also something I'm interested in clearly. Um <laughs> but that was that was really fun. Okay, so it's a bit okay, a little exhibitionist from coming now, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess I guess for me, sometimes I will do tying outside or inside. Tying outside is always interesting. Whenever I've done that, because the looks you get um, tying <laughs> out in the woods or around certain areas, it's definitely you know. I had a few. Um, I was tying this one in by the tree, and there was this couple walk by. And the guy was staring at me like he wanted to. He was like he wanted to look so hard, be trying so hard at to be so obvious staring. His girlfriend <laughs> didn't, didn't care. She just stared. Um, she was staring at the girl <laughs> tied, and she was like, "Oh, she was like like he kept looking back and turning around because they were just walking towards us." And then you know when they finally passed us, the guy was trying to turn around slightly, and she just kept looking and smiling. I said, you know, I think she might be enjoying what she's seeing there. I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. Not, black folks trying to tie each other up with rope in, you know, in broad daylight. But, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, I saw that. I said, okay, it's not, not a bad deal. I mean, it's you get definitely some looks. Even had some even ask me, so how do you do that? How you know? How do you? How can you um, you know, do that rope? I want to learn. You know, I had a few yeah. ask. Or even some couples that have to have to know themselves out. You know, it's a simple time, man. Yeah, yeah. Mostly on YouTube. Exactly, and people don't realize that once you 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 know learn the different aspects of of ties, you can create a masterpiece with just the most basic um, flow, just rope. Oh yeah, and no doubt there. I've yeah. seen, I have seen your ties. They are epic. Oh, no, thank you. That's, that's, <laughs> thank you. All the colors, of the rainbow going there. You know, I yes. like. <laughs> I said, please. The more colors, the better. <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm, th- I'm been thinking myself. I want to maybe get some UV rope, but it's probably gonna be black and white either way. I'm just not keeping it that way. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's an aesthetic to keep up. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I got to keep black and white. It's, it's, it's a it's a hard task, but somebody got to do it. Or exactly. Do it. <laughs> um. So, do you, do you have any regrets going into BDSM at all, or anything you wish you could have done? No. So I've been very lucky in 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 my journey and in my experience. Um, you know, the, the the gentleman I had mentioned who um, did the tantric um, sexual massage healing um, really did help me in, in you know, finding my feet. Um, and he gave me a lot of advice and a lot of tips. And, you know, he also shared some horror stories that have happened in the lifestyle in 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 my city, and you know, 
there are people that are really crazy and really sick out there um so he told me about this one gentleman who put multiple women in hospital uh because of how rough how rough he was and i guess hearing all of that made me a little bit more cautious um, because you know when you enter the, the the lifestyle you you're so excited and you really want to experience it all and you're ready to to meet anyone and everyone who um, is part of the lifestyle but those people might not always have your best interest at heart um, and unfortunately in my first few weeks of um, you know, trying to go out and engage people in the lifestyle i ran into that very guy that got in people uh women in, in hospital but luckily firstly i knew his name um i knew of him and i was able to quite swiftly detach from from that engagement and you know being a person that is very submissive in general it's very easy to be manipulated into a situation that could put you in harm and so i had to you know be very clear headed and steer clear of negative energy and negative people that that really don't care for my health and my safety jesus okay yeah that could have been really yeah really bad and yeah how- yeah I tell I tell people it's because of either the ones the crazy ones, the fakes, the angry, the bitter. Those are sometimes the people look at and then want to portray. That's what all BDSM is about by pointing at all the messed up ones, and that really exactly. hurts. Especially yeah. in the black, community. the black community and yeah. kink is small enough. I mean, it's growing. Don't get me wrong; it has grown a lot in these last few years, but it still yeah. has a ways, has a ways to go, and. When you see stuff like that, it just makes it feel like it just they want to make it shrink it more than it already has. Sometimes, yeah. She's like, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay, well, we now know you survived and didn't go through a yeah. That sounds like a sad ending out of a, out of a movie. Jesus Christ. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, well, after hearing this, I am definitely enjoying hearing your story. Is there anything else you would like to say before we finish up this epic podcast of? BDSM uh, happiness. <laughs> um, um, I I don't have anything more. Um, but this has been great. I think I've I've learned a lot from you in the in the you know discussions that we've had, and um, I'm really appreciative of it. Um, and thank you for for inviting me to have this conversation with you. Um, yeah, I'm really honored. Oh, the honor is, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> the meaning of what you've seen you do, especially in rope, I'm honored as well to have you on here. Uh, I can tell that <laughs> um, I definitely see a a soul that's definitely worth giving the props to. And I'm pretty oh. sure we'll probably be definitely more on Shabar and probably later, maybe do some more interview in the future. Who knows? Um, That'll be amazing. I think, well, yeah, I think that's all I'm going to say for now. Um, <laughs> listening. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more. And until next time. Yay!
Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any kinky stories or confessions that you really want to have me read on this podcast, you can just send it to my email at bdsmnoirlife at gmail.com. Or you can find it in pretty much my bio on Anchor or my Instagram. Anyway, if you also want to find more bonus stories or ASMR, you all can check out my Patreon. I'll be constantly be putting more and more content of whatever comes in my life. But anyway, until next time.